Today on episode 299 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, you know you can search for a file on your Windows computer just by going to that built-in search function and letting Windows find it. Maybe. Eventually. Well, not too long ago, I found another way to search my Windows computer, and the search process is incredibly fast. And I'll show you how to do that today. And right after today's tip, I have a big announcement. I've just launched another podcast, and it has nothing to do with computers. I think you're going to like it. Another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Hey there, good morning, and welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And the thing about this show is, even though we talk about computers, we don't use any of that stupid techie language, just regular English that anyone can understand. And that's what I do all day, fix computers. I can fix just about anything computer-related, and I do most of it without ever having to leave my home office right here in Safety Harbor, Florida. That's the beauty of remote access. So if you have a need for any kind of computer help, just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Today's tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 299. So let's get started. How often do you do a search on your Windows computer? When I'm working with a client, here's how Windows search function usually comes into the picture. The problem the client has is that they'll download a file from the internet or maybe they'll get a picture attached to the email or something and they want to save it to their computer. So in whatever program they're using, they'll give that little file a name and click save. And of course, the file gets saved. But here's the problem. And this is why the client has called me. They know that picture is now saved in their computer, but they have no idea where it is or how to get to it. Now, the good thing in this scenario is that they actually did give the picture a name. So we know what it's called. Now we just have to find it. And this is where the search function comes in handy. It's built right into Windows. With Windows 10, this usually involves using Cortana, the female intelligence, you know, the artificial intelligence thing that every big company seems to have to have these days. You know, Apple has their Siri and Amazon has Alexa. Just recently, I got a message from Bank of America. And guess what? Now I have another computerized female to help me with my banking. It's Erica. Sorry, Bank of America, just not interested. Enough already with the female robots. And for me, I disable most of Cortana's stuff anyway. It's just way too annoying. And not only that, everything you tell Cortana, you're telling Microsoft. This is just part of the privacy invasion stuff that I disable whenever I set up a new computer for a client. But you still have the same basic search function built into Windows that you can use. So we can just type in the name of the file, whatever the name the client gave to that picture that's lost, and have Windows go looking for it. And eventually, Windows will find it. It just might take a while, though. See, that's the problem with the search process in Windows. It's slow. And you know, I know some people who use the Windows search just about any time they want to use a particular program. If they want to run Chrome, 
they just go to search and type Chrome. Well, to me, that seems like a really inefficient way to choose to run a program, but that's just what they're used to. And of course, that means they're also used to searching and waiting for Windows to find whatever they're searching for. But now there's a whole new way to do this. A big thanks goes out to my friend Roger, who tipped me off to this little program. The name of this program is Everything. That's what it's called, Everything. And it's free. You can get it at the website voidtools.com. Kind of a weird name. Spelled V-O-I-D-T-O-O-L-S.com. You can go right there and download it. And it's nice because even though it's free, it doesn't come with any malware or adware or sneaky junk for your computer. So that's a good thing. Still, you should always watch for that stuff, though, because sometimes even a good program can start off as clean and then they'll add in the malware later on. But this one is good as just as recently as last week when I installed it. It does give you a few options when you're installing, but in general, you're okay just by staying with whatever the default options are. If you want to see screenshots of all the installation windows, you can see them over at computertutorflorida.com slash 299. So you install this little program and you'll have a new icon on your desktop. Looks like a little orange circle. And when you click that to run it, you'll see a window open up on your screen and there's going to be a list of files and folders there, and you probably won't recognize any of the names of those files and folders because most of them, or maybe all of them, are just files from your Windows operating system. So these are not files you see or work with at all, but they're listed there because they're part of your computer. What you want to focus on is the search bar at the top of that window. That's where you type in the name of the file or the folder that you're looking for, and this is where it gets fun when you go searching for something. In that search field start typing in the name of a file that's stored somewhere on your computer. Maybe you have an old resume stored on there. Just type the word resume, and you'll see the search results virtually instantaneously. You don't have to type the search and hit enter and wait. The results are just there immediately. In my case, when I type resume, I get my own folder in documents called resume, along with the Word document that is my resume, but also all of the template resumes that come with Microsoft Word. In fact, there were way more files on my computer that contained the word resume than I would have ever guessed. For another test, I tried to think of some kind of file that I knew was somewhere on my computer, but I didn't have any idea where it was. For this, I thought of some newspaper advertising layouts I used way back when we lived in Maine. There's a newspaper there called the Lincoln County News, and I would sometimes take out a little display ad for my computer business. So all I did was type the word Lincoln in the search box, and immediately there were all my old ads. And these were from 2003 and 2004. This little program, I can't believe how incredibly fast it is. How do they make it search my whole computer that quickly? I have no idea, but wow. You have to try this thing, see how fast it works. And of course, the question that comes to my mind is, if a little free program can search my Windows computer this fast, why can't Microsoft make their Windows search function just as fast? It doesn't make any sense. But I do want to offer this little warning. With that window open, as I said earlier, you're going to see lots of files and folders that are part of Windows and that are part of some other software on your computer. My advice is to leave them alone. They're there for a reason, and if you mess around with them or delete one of them, there's a good chance that one of the programs on your computer won't work properly. Or maybe Windows itself won't work. So don't bother those files. Only work with the files and folders you're familiar with.
And here's the big announcement I've been dying to tell you about. Remember a couple months ago, I changed this podcast from every Monday to every other Monday? Well, I did that in order to free up some of my time so that I could start another podcast. And that other podcast is now live. This new podcast is called What Was That Like? And on this show, each episode is a one-on-one interview with someone, and the guest is a person who's been in some type of extremely unusual situation. Like maybe they were held hostage in a bank robbery, or maybe they were struck by lightning, or it could be a good thing, like maybe they won millions of dollars in the lottery. But whatever they've been through, I have lots of questions because I just have a natural curiosity and I want to find out, just like the name of the show, what was that like? On the first episode, which is live right now, I talked to Jennifer. She's a wife and a mother to four young children. And on October 4 of 2016, she was driving with her two daughters in the car, ages 12 and 4. And this was at night. She pulled into an intersection without seeing the motorcycle that was approaching from her left. The motorcycle hit her car, and the driver of the motorcycle unfortunately died two days later. As you might imagine, Jen's story is quite moving. I've heard it more than once, and I still get choked up hearing her talk about certain aspects of it. She goes over the minute-by-minute details of the actual accident, and we also discuss the hours and days that followed, how it affected her, knowing that she caused the death of a person, how she dealt with the very real possibility that she could be indicted and spend time in prison. Here's a short clip from my conversation with Jen. Like a country road. And um, there was just, I ended up in a ditch in front of someone's middle piping property. And it was just like that. I mean, our worst nightmare. Um, What you can't even, I don't even completely know how to describe to someone how life changed instantly, not just for this sweet man that was there, but for us too and his children, you know, so, but basically I had a collision with a motorcyclist and I, uh, took me a second to just think what just happened, you know, like I had to your brain had to process because like I had prepared to be crunched or something like, and I had to think like, I don't understand. And Katie said, mama, did you, someone just hit us? Did someone just hit us? You know? And, um, I had to say, yeah, I think they did. So Katie was already crying. Haven didn't understand. So she started crying and I looked in the rearview mirror and that's when I, um, I saw him. And, uh, all there was, was his light from his motorcycle. And, um, I realized what had happened. So I looked over at my 12 year old and I said, stay in the car and pray. Mommy's got to go help him. And, um, I grabbed my phone and I shut the door and both my girls are just crying. So if you want to hear the whole thing. You can listen right on the website, which is whatwasthatlike.com, or you can get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. I'm pretty excited about this new show, and I'd love to hear what you think of it. And before I close out today's show, a quick reminder about how you can support this podcast. Whenever you need something from Amazon, just go to computertutorflorida.com slash shop and buy whatever you need. 
That's my Amazon affiliate link. You pay the same price, but when you go through that link, Amazon sends me a little referral fee, which helps cover the expenses of doing this podcast. So thank you for that. And you know, I always love to hear from you. If you have suggestions, questions, criticisms, whatever, you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com or just call my podcast voicemail line. That's 727-386-9468. And you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this episode, but I'll be back here before you know it with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. Here in my town, someone broke into the police department and stole all the toilets. Investigators are looking for leads, but so far they have nothing to go on.